0: Honor AANHPI heritage, communities, and families today by getting vaccinated for a safer tomorrow. Vaccination greatly reduces your chance of having COVID symptoms like fatigue, pain, and memory problems that last for months.
1: Protect your tomorrow with a vaccine today. Talk to a doctor if you have any questions.
0: Find vaccines and boosters near you at vaccines.gov.
1: We can do this.
0: Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Happy AANHPI Month to all of our readers out there. This month, we've partnered up with Penguin Random House to uplift our stories and communities through reading. Find your next read by an AA and HPI author by going to prh.com represent Asian stories. From page turning fiction to hilarious memoirs, there's a book here for everyone. Visit slash represent Asian stories to explore the list. How are you feeling? I'm feeling.
1: Welcome to Feeling Asian, a podcast where two Asians talk about their feelings. I'm Youngmi Mayer.
0: And I'm Brian Park. And we have such a great guest this week. I'm so excited.
1: This is this is huge for us. This person is doing <laughs> us a huge favor. <laughs> Our humble little podcast. We're in the presence of greatness you, here, You
2: everyone. guys are very
0: kind. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, you have a little teaser there. You know how to read, so you already know who it is, but... Uh, you heard their voice, their magical, magical voice. Um, <laughs> yeah, enough about us, me. Uh, is it cool if I introduce our guest this week?
1: Uh, yeah, of course. I'm so ready.
0: Let's do it. Uh, listeners, you're in for a treat. As I said before, your guest this week is a content creator and singer-songwriter. Everyone, please give your ears to Sheena Milwani. Hello, <laughs>
3: everyone.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm sure that... I just feel like you have diehard fans who are probably just like hyperventilating right now. So welcome, Sheena
2: fans.
0: <laughs> yes oh, yeah.
2: welcome welcome welcome
0: welcome to the feeling asian podcast and young man i feel like we got to be on our best behavior because oh. the sheena army i've heard i've heard <gasps> rumblings that really they're diehard right. they're diehard is hard. that
1: a thing <laughs> uh, yeah i'm sorry i didn't i was like doing research but i didn't hear about that what's what's up with the did they cancel like uh remember when like the k-pop bts army canceled like a political event is it that level?
2: Oh my gosh.
0: Uh, <laughs> Sheena just about, or- yes. It is it just uh, at that ferocity, yes.
2: I don't know. I don't know about any Sheena army, but I do know that if there w- is one that exists, they are loving and kind and joyful and always <laughs> laughing.
1: <laughs> well, that makes sense because I feel like your content is just extremely comforting and just loving. And I think joyful is a great word for it and am um, absolutely absolutely yeah. we're so excited to have you and your positive vibes on the show
0: <laughs> oh
2: thank you that's so sweet that's because really young really me nice and of i
0: need all the positive vibes we can get
2: don't we all don't we all, don't we all? We're, we're a
1: couple of negative Nancys. i'm sorry oh. we, we're, tr- we're trying not to be but like it's 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 hard to
2: <laughs> well the pink hair just kind of does not sit well with the negative i don't believe you no it's, a, it's i think that it's like you have this like exuberant beautiful positive pink hair thank you it's like it's a Step
1: trick point. yeah it's like it's i'm trying to trick people into thinking that it, i'm gonna be all fun and games and then <laughs> blammo hit them with a the negativity <laughs> I'm just
0: kidding. um well sheena we're so excited to learn a little bit more about you and your work and before we ask you how you feel young me how are you feeling
1: oh man i i'm feeling oh, very no. excited no
0: <laughs> no no i'm now oh, i'm being man. now i
1: feel like i can't be my negative self i feel very no, do you ex- girl okay. do you okay i'm girl. gonna be authentic here we go i well to be very honest i feel very excited but um i, I guess this is, it, this is i like talking about this whenever something good happens in life it is it's always like a balance i feel like there's good parts mm-hmm. and there's bad parts um So I bought tickets to go to see my parents in Korea for the first time since the pandemic. Yeah, which is... That's awesome. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's been very hard um, to have them that far, you know, and obviously, as everyone knows, because of all the pandemic restrictions, and Korea has been especially very rigid. And I could have gone, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't think that I, I wanted to spend two weeks in quarantine, blah, blah, blah. So... I'm Mm -hmm. finally going and then I had a little bit of a, but then, you know, I'm sure everyone that like visits their parents and hangs out with their parents knows that, you know, it's like you're happy to see them, but then it also Mm -hmm. comes with a lot of family drama. And then you're like, Why why am I even here? Christmas is ruined again. You know, like <laughs> uh, So then I so I guess there was like a little bit of a a little bit of a dramatic incident with my parents where I bought plane tickets for everybody to go to Saipan, which is an island that I grew up in, China. It's in it's in uh, That's so nice. It's in Micronesia, but it's very close to Korea. So the tickets are only like they're like three hundred bucks a person, which is expensive, but it was like doable. So I, I got everyone tickets and then my, my dad was like, I'm not going to go. And I was like, what?
2: Mm. And then Oh, is he scared of covid
1: no this is what happened sheena and this is this is where the drama kicks and my mom was like oh, just no. she told me to secretly buy a ticket for him my mom and she was like we're, don't worry about it we're gonna make him go like that gotta love moms <laughs> and then i guess i guess they had an argument and then it came out well this is the thing my dad is like an anti Uh
3: and he
1: like didn't want to say that to me because he didn't want to get in an argument with me right right and so he has never told me that but of course my mom told me months ago that he's refusing to get vaccinated so i already knew that and so my dad didn't want to go because he didn't want to have to deal with the quarantine restrictions and the island that we're going to and coming back to korea blah blah blah. but he didn't want to say that to me because he's never said that to me the anti-vax thing so he didn't want to have an argument So he was just like, no, I don't want to go because I don't I don't like the beach or whatever, which is who doesn't like the beach. Right. (laughs) Um, And so then I got so angry and I was like, I I just felt very unreasonably angry, which is my motto. Um, But (laughs) 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 uh, all the time just being Korean, but um, (laughs) zero to 60 and like. <laughs> what do you mean? um And so, everyone likes the beach. <laughs> People are just like, calm down. Please. thanks or not, you must go to the beach and love it. You're gonna go and you're gonna love it, Dad. And you're um, gonna have a good time, Dad. <laughs> get your swimsuit on. No, um, so then that's hard. So then I got really unreasonably angry, and then I like talked to my therapist, of course. And she was like, "Well, it's like basically we came to the conclusion that it was." it's been just like a lifetime of, I think in my family dynamic, we've always made decisions surrounding my dad. Like it's like whatever he Mm -hmm. wants and nobody cares what Mm -hmm. anyone else wants. And I think it was like a lifetime Mm -hmm. of having to deal with that came up. And that's Mm -hmm. why it was like, But in that moment, mm-hmm. my mom started yelling at me. She was like, "I told you not to buy it." Like it was just a, a Korean screaming match, you know? Oh yeah. no! Like, oh no! Class, classic Korean screaming match, TM.
0: Just backstab you, a la Brutus. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's get the tickets. Why did
1: you get the tickets? <laughs> Literally, she was like, "She's the one that told me to get it," and then she yelled at me. <laughs> 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 Ugh and then (laughs) that is hard That is frustrating and then i told my therapist and she was like oh it's probably because in that moment you were really sad and nobody was making room for your emotions and then i was like
2: i was sad um well you know what you can go to the beach if your dad doesn't want to go to the beach yeah you can go and take your mom and i mean yeah it's hard I think it's. I think there is an Asian factor here, right? Where people like to just do things together. Yeah, right. Everybody has to be there together. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love that, I also feel like in these uncertain times, and in in the and I know that you know people are probably sick and tired of hearing about COVID and uncertainty and this and that, right, but it's right. still very real.
3: Yeah. It's still
2: running rampant, and it, it. Everybody has to just do what their level of comfort is, and I think that. That's that's sort of my motto these days like you do you yeah if if it's gonna bring you joy to go and spend a couple of days, I think you should do that and I think if your mom wants to come, she can do that and she can make her own choices and if she wants to stay back and pretend like yeah she had nothing to do with the process, then you know i I don't think that you should stop. No, I'm not going, and
1: this is the interesting thing. I'm definitely gonna go, my mom's gonna go, my son's gonna go, but this is the interesting thing. I didn't even, like what you said, Sheena, I didn't even care if my dad went or not. It was this other emotion that was like boiling in me since fucking birth that came out, do you know what I mean?
2: That you had to make yourself smaller because dad wanted something. Yes,
1: exactly, and then my therapist
2: was like, do you even want your dad to go? And I was like, not really. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and I was like, "No offense, Dad. I don't know if he's listening, but like, I mean, I <laughs> do. But Dad. obviously, if, if he doesn't want, love you, Dad. If he doesn't want to go, I don't want him to drag him there. Obviously, yeah, like what you said, hundred yep.
2: percent. she was like, yeah, this is I think, time. yeah, I think that that's a really hard thing to sort of make peace with. Yeah, that everybody just has to do what feels best to them. And yeah. if you don't want to go, like you just have to check your own feelings that your joy and your happiness is not coming from." anybody else's you
1: know right 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 and i also feel like a little annoyed that he i don't you know if if you do have beliefs that you're like anti-vax or whatever your beliefs are about covid Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: even if they're different than mine that's totally fine but i did feel annoyed that he didn't bring it up and didn't give me a chance to respond to that do you know what i mean right right because i might not have like gotten mad i might have been like okay dad well that's your belief and you're you know it's valid and you're welcome to that right but I didn't even get a right. chance. He just assumed. Yeah. He assumed
2: that that's how you were yes, going
1: to react. Exactly. Mm. Anyway, that's that's how I'm feeling. I'm a little annoyed. But mostly I'm very excited about the trip because I'm really excited. I'm excited that my yeah. son is going to see
2: 100%.
0: where I grew up. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. How about you, Brian? How are you feeling?
0: I'm feeling uh, old and young. <laughs> that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> so let me elaborate on that. Um, I'm... I, I, you know, I, I used to joke a lot about this, and I'd hear other comedians joke about it, but, uh, you know, I'm 32 now, and I just feel like ever since I turned 30, my mm. body has not been running optimally, yeah. like, oh, at 100%. <laughs> like, right. constantly, there's just one thing wrong, and I think right. this past week, I've just fully accepted, all right, well... I guess this is just what it's going to be like until the rest of time, because I can't remember the last time where everything's just going smooth sailing. So this past week, um, funny enough, I spent a lot of time at the beach because I was on vacation for a couple of weeks, a few weeks back. Yeah. And I got my first sunburn ever. And wait, can you
2: (laughs) can you burn?
0: I can't burn. It was my first time. I can't.
2: I'm I'm not capable. My skin is not able to burn. Well, nice. I, I, thought, I thought Love I that.
0: couldn't. It's great that you don't because yeah. this past week, my skin has been peeling like crazy. Oh, no. So, yeah. And... You know, it's my first time dealing with them. Like, okay, great. My skin hurts. But then I just my like... My
2: skin hurts. Not my, <laughs> my back. Not my knees. My right. skin. Just
0: my skin hurts. <laughs> and then, you know, I went grocery shopping and I... St- like, again, I stepped wrong and like I threw out my back. And I'm oh like... My- what the fuck is going on with my body? Like, this is just... <laughs> uh, so, in, in that sense, I feel a little old because right. I'm not fighting against it. Like, I find right. myself... This is a battle that I'm just conceding just to internally. It. And it's I'm accepting it. That this yeah. is just the new it. normal. You know, one day I'll just wake up and my neck will start hurting for no reason at all. 100%. And that's, that's, that's This is part and parcel it's of just, growing up. Yeah, older. this is just how it's going to be. Yes. But I also feel young because... Um I went to Because you're 32. Because yeah. I'm 32. We find that, Brian. <laughs> no, but it's all contextual, of course. It's all contextual yeah. and uh it, you know, I I went to my first concert earlier this week since like pre-pandemic, like a sold out yeah. big concert. And what did you see? I, it was for a band called Hot Chip and okay. it's a band I used to listen to a lot in high school. And they're just one of those staple indie bands that have been around since the early 2000s and i felt young because well for one you know i don't really take time to do these sorts of things like go to Mm -hmm. concerts and like enjoy myself because i'm quite a workaholic and Mm -hmm. i just it just it just doesn't cross my mind to Mm -hmm. indulge in these sorts of things but then the second thing was like there were no. It's a band that is very much for millennials. Like mm-hmm. I don't think any Gen Z would know who the fuck Hot Chip is. Rich. They're not like their their songs Hot aren't trending on them. TikTok. Yeah, I don't. And know And so either. when I went when I went yeah. there, just everyone was firmly a millennial. Like I don't think there was right. anyone below the age of twenty nine, and everyone was just mm. jamming out. And it made me feel so young because for one, it like you know satiated this like nostalgia factor of like oh yeah. wow like i can't believe i was th- i was in high school when i first hit there heard this song this is great but it was just like yeah. a bunch of old like just like upper crust millennials like me like right. vibing out and like this is a safe space like we're not gonna get judged by any cool gen z like tiktokers and um, yeah it was super wearing cool. I S- know that skinny I know jeans
2: that
0: space well <laughs> <laughs> lots of skinny lots of ha- big hats just like wide nice. brim hats. I don't know people were still wearing those, but I'm down. People,
2: people at a certain age, I think, realize that they just have to do what works for them. they got to wear the- It goes back to the same like you do
1: you. The, the, right. wide, the exactly. wide brim hat keeps them from getting sunburned. Yeah. <laughs>
2: at the beach. Brian, you need a Brian. wide brim
3: hat. know. Oh, I'm gonna send do. you one.
0: Oh, please. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's how I've been feeling. So, you know, ups and downs, but overall, great week and filled with a lot of fun. So I'm feeling upbeat and positive right now.
1: Wait, how was that your first sunburn in your entire life, Brian? What kind of I'm childhood shocked.
0: did you have? <laughs> you either sunburn or you don't. Yeah. And you shouldn't no, have that I, first
2: experience <laughs> at 33 or 32.
0: No, I think something must have changed in my... Did like, you
2: not wear sunblock?
0: I, don't, I didn't wear sunblock. Oh. <gasps> yeah that you changes everything sunblock.
2: that changes everything well
0: no like i grew up playing tennis and i was always in the sun like as a kid and i didn't really wear that much sunblock then and i would just get tan and wouldn't sunburn but yeah lately i think again because you've this been goes
1: inside because in- your skin gets like used to it or because sheena i'm like yeah. you like i i do burn but it's very rare because i think that mm-hmm. like my skin's good at gra- if it gets gradual sun it just kind of builds up yeah. a tolerance yeah. but if i you also
2: yeah. have to wear sunblock yeah we must wear sunblock. But if I yeah,
1: went out so, like in the it's middle it's of winter, I, like on vacation, I would just burn. I pulled you know, a
0: like, yeah. I w- I pulled a, I pulled a young me's dad just right now. I was omitting the <laughs> fact that I wasn't wearing sunblock because I assumed you all would be upset at me.
2: <laughs> I, I well, just. You know what? Burned. I don't know I why. grew up. I grew up in in a, the thinking of like, oh, you just have to put on suntan lotion because you just need this like beautiful brown color mm. because, um, you know, as an Indian girl they actually don't encourage darkness um, surprisingly right. you know they sort of say like if you're dark they equate it with not beautiful but like oh okay she's pretty but she's dark yeah. mm-hmm. um but my mom and dad just embraced that mm. they're like you're beautiful and if mm. you have a little my mom loved sitting in the sun and just getting tan yeah wow. and so we would go out and put on some tan lotion until mm. we realized that's horrible for your skin. <laughs> <Oopsie>. <laughs> oh
3: wow! Whoops.
2: And then it was like, oh no, we have to protect ourselves and we have right. to do it a different way.
3: Right, um, right. And we
2: love the color, but we have to just do it gradually. Mm. Um, but I literally used to like sit out in the sun and roast. <laughs> When
1: I was
0: younger, no, uh, I simpler feel like time.
1: Objectively,
2: it, everyone
1: looks better with a tan. That's my that's my uh, person. Yeah. I know that's a subjective thing to say. Right. I was like, but Objective. it's it's
0: totally cultural because it's similar in Korean culture where yeah. like they want you white, to be fair, they very, be very Fair. fair. Yes. And my mom, yes. you know, she she's still rocking the like an arm sleeve while she drives to make sure that every part of her skin's covered
2: yeah it's a crazy it's a crazy conversation to keep having like i keep having this conversation with so many of my friends or they're like yeah oh you know we got to cover ourselves from the sun i'm like the sun is your friend if you just handle it nicely like put on some sunblock vitamin d is good for you yeah Mm you just have to be careful yeah um and don't be crazy <laughs> like <laughs> don't hide under a big you know and and I have a friend she is always hiding under a hat mm-hmm. and I love her yeah and I'm constantly telling her like you are beautiful she's like no I'm so dark and I'm like no you're gorgeous right let that out um but I I don't know everybody has a different different opinion of yeah
1: right,
0: but what is, is beautiful our beauty standards still um. I know this is getting like slightly off topic, but are beauty standards in India, like even amongst younger generations, like still adhere to that belief that, you know, fairness is beautiful I or think, has it become yeah. a little bit more inclusive since your mother's time?
2: I mean, I think, yes, I definitely think inclusivity is is a big like pillar right now, mm-hmm. right? Um, so people are definitely moving in that direction. But one of the most popular brands of of facial cream or mm. is fair and lovely mm. <laughs>
3: right right right. you know
2: it's and and mm-hmm. I, okay i say this but this is based on a lot of just my preconceived right. beliefs and notions yeah i haven't been to india in a long time so right. maybe things have changed and i just don't know it mm. um but i i do think like growing up i heard a lot of that like mm-hmm. oh if only you were just a little fairer mm. and that that's something that again, I said, like I said, my parents never put that on me. It was That's more great. extended family that we would hear that from yeah, or like right. the older generations. But I I just don't, I tell my kids like, you are gorgeous, however you are. And beauty is not what you see on the outside. That's the other thing. It's like, it has to start from the inside.
1: You know, I'm right, really glad right. that you said that because, you know, I think people have heard about Asian, you know, like East Asian and South Asian beauty standards, like are obsessed with light, lighter, fair skin. But the thing that mm-hmm. you said about your parents, I think is really important because I have a son and I was always like freaked out. Like I want him to like uh, body positivity and accept who he mm-hmm. is. And I want him to know those things. But then I'm like, but I'm scared that he's going to go out in the world and pick up these messages from other sources. But mm-hmm. I, I realized that if at home, you know, if we're telling our kids that, we're oh, yeah. their, like, foundation of stability. So maybe right. they'll go out and somebody will be like, oh, you're too dark or you're too short or whatever. But when they come home, right. we're going to be like, I accept you. And that, that solid right. foundation helps them right. have confidence. And then realize that I those totally people
2: agree. are wrong, right? Hmm. I totally agree. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, they. Sp- I don't know what the percentage is, but they spend such a huge percentage at home with their parents, yeah. mm. um, that it's it's really what they learn at home first. Right. right? And you give them all the foundational tools that they need to go out into the world and know what to filter and how to filter it. Um, yeah. But that's honestly why I put out the kind of content that I do mm. because I know that there's a whole world of youth out there looking towards, looking to me and waiting for that, you know,
3: Mm, what mm. to absorb
2: from it like, right. and that's the kind of positivity that I want to put out into the world that body positivity yeah and that, like the beauty isn't does not reside on the inside it's more from what's uh, from the outside rather but it's more from from the inside out right.
1: well I want to oh, ask you all that. about that because I'm fascinated <laughs> but before we I guess before we ask you yeah how are you feeling Sheena
2: I am so Still riding the high from this past Wednesday, mm. um, which I don't know if you guys heard, but I was I sang the anthem at TD Garden for the Celtics game, Wee. the Celtics Bucks game. Whoa, yeah.
0: <laughs> that is so sick.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a really cool experience, and I, I still feel like I'm on that adrenaline high. Yeah, um, and it, I can feel it tapering off, but I'm just I'm I'm so filled with gratitude. Every day for the the crazy world that I've found myself in, mm. um, and there are definitely days where things are hard and making content is a little bit challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I'm very grateful for the opportunities that come that come our way, and so that was one really really cool one that I'm I'm still trying to like coast through. Oh, that's um,
0: amazing! Congratulations! That amazing. And Thank you. Yeah, wow. I'm, like
2: the only thing that would have made that night better is if the Celtics would have won. But <laughs> whatever.
1: No, one, no one was there to see the Celtics. They're they're to hear you. <laughs> that's right. <Gina. laughs>
2: it was it was uh it was awesome. It was such an awesome experience. Um, How does, and, yeah? How many
1: people were in the uh the stadium?
2: I want to say that stadium fits about. 18 to oh my god 20,000 people whatever wow. something like that yeah, um, this is for them. and it was playoffs, full so it was a packed. full house yeah. yes it was packed um and of wow. course everybody doesn't come in right at the beginning for the anthem but the, it was it was full enough the the crowd honestly i felt like they propelled me forward through the anthem mm. it was just one of the most incredibly rewarding experiences to be performing at because i started singing and like within the first two lines they were cheering Mm. and so i could feel their energy and i was feeding off of that and they fed off of my energy and then we ping-ponged it back and forth and it was just it was such a delightful experience it was it was so good for my soul
0: were you nervous at any point that you were going to forget that the i was going to throw up or on throw center, up like <laughs> yes like forget the yes. lyrics because the 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 uh, i'm no. already forgetting you're the a anthem, professional the i know anthem. i know like
2: i you know I, i've been there i've i've definitely sung my fair share of like anthem prep where i've like forgotten the words and i think that i'm hopefully past that where mm-hmm. it's just like i i've understood it i felt it it's in my skin it's in my you know it's at the fingertips of my fingertips yeah right. um but of course these things can happen and somebody said to me last week so i don't know if you guys heard this but i sang the anthem at F- uh, fenway park last week oh my gosh
0: oh, wow so you just on an it's anthem wild, tour right, right now it's, yeah, i'm on an anthem
2: tour anyone <laughs> else want an anthem just call me <laughs> um so i did the anthem last week and the 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 gentleman he was so sweet but the gentleman who was helping me just sort of like set up and like do mic checks and stuff like that he's like look we already know you can sing well yeah but there's two ways out of this he said you can sing well and you can remember all your words and you can do everything great and everyone will remember you and as you walk through the stands they'll all be you know cheering you on or two you can forget something fall on your face do something ridiculous and then you'll be on the news and everyone will still remember you
0: <laughs> like, that's
2: true that's not helpful <laughs> that that is true Well, thank that's you true.
0: no I'll, yeah all so, press is good press
2: <laughs> uh-huh. i don't personally believe that but <laughs> uh, but he was very encouraging and he's like i think you'll do great <laughs> and if you don't Take solace in the fact that you'll be on the news tonight.
0: (laughs) I love that. That's like, yeah, that's such sage wisdom that comes from characters like that. Yeah, Like they deliver in a way where it's like, oh, this is good advice. But if you actually take a moment to process like, wait. Is it? I don't even know. <laughs> no, it was great. great. It was <laughs>
2: great. Because it was it took the like sometimes you go into these situations and you're like, am I good enough? You know, you have that sort of like imposter syndrome. Yeah. Right. Am I worthy of being here? And yeah. and that people look at me in my life that have heard me singing for I don't even want to date myself, but that have heard me singing for years. Mm-hmm. Let's just right. leave it at that. Yeah. Um and they look at me and they say like, how is it that you who have been singing for x number of years still doubt yourself.
3: Mm. You know mm. you're a
2: good singer. And I'm like, yeah, but am I good enough? You right. know? And and so to hear something yeah. like that, it actually, it it subtly put that fear down so easily and so quickly. It was like, okay, we already know you're good. Yeah. Now mm. what are you going to do with that? It's just, right, It's what right. you do with it that counts.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, I think this sort of leads us to our you know, our next question. And yeah. its you're you're an incredibly talented singer and songwriter. Um, Thank but you. But in addition to that, you're a content creator with a massive online presence. Mm. I mean, you have over 8 million followers on TikTok and over 1 million subscribers on YouTube. And I guess just as an introduction for our listeners out there who may not have seen your work yet, how would you describe it?
2: Okay, so this work, this body of work that we've created over the last two years, mm. I wish I could say that I had this big genius moment where I'm like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do. Ha ha ha, it's gonna be amazing. And I'm gonna right. create this huge following. I I fell into this backwards, like, but first. I don't know mm. how I ended up here. Um, it was the start of the pandemic, like everybody else, sitting at home, twiddling your thumbs, wondering, how am I gonna make this a positive experience for my family, mm-hmm. right. right? And I did what I always do, I turned to music. I, um, I turned on my Facebook live function and I told my family to come on and bring me their requests. And they did. And it started with like eight people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then Uh. it grew to like 16 people. And then there were like maybe 42 people. Like it wasn't, it wasn't this like, I didn't turn it on and find myself with hundreds of thousands of people there Mm -hmm. it was a i literally brought person by person by person by person with the help of my friends and family and um i would just like be live and Mm. take requests in real time like Mm. a human jukebox i was like okay what do you guys want to hear let's just chat for an hour tell me what you want to hear because that's what makes me feel better singing connecting with people Mm. so that's what i did Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and one night after i was Done with my live, I had my camera set up mm-hmm. and I had some makeup on and I was like, okay, I'm going to just record content for tomorrow. And I was recording this song that was popular at the time, if the world was ending, you'd come over, right? You know that song. Mm-hmm. And then the interruptions started. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I found myself with like a live in Heckler. Mm-hmm. Right. And he he did what he was he what he always did. Yeah. And and I was like, I tried to keep going because I was recording and he didn't realize that I was recording. And at the end, I just completely broke. Mm. And we had a nice laugh over it. And I was like, well, I can't put this on Instagram. And he's like, oh, you were recording? And I was like, yes, I was. And um, and then it was like, I put it up online. My brother had said to me, get on TikTok. Mm-hmm. You need to get on TikTok yeah. now. Mm. This is like the platform to be on right now. Like right. it's... Non-judgmental, non-political, non-perfect, non-everything.
0: They're not for listening you. to Hot Chip. It's great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or maybe they are, maybe. Maybe um, and nobody cares. Like you do, you. Right. Yeah. So so I ended up on this. Like I put my video up on TikTok, and it just blew up overnight. Mm-hmm. It went viral, and mm. and so you know we tried again, and that also did well. And we tried again, and that also did well. And we found ourselves in this space where it was like, huh there's this need for joy Mm -hmm. Mm. there's this need for humor there's this need for positivity there's a need for music like it just checked all of the boxes yeah and it was one of those very cool serendipitous moments yeah I just I fell into the right place at the right time at the right moment Mm. and it it worked
1: I think this is a Great place, Sheena, to go back to what you were discussing just a few minutes ago, where you said, you know, you're like how your parents told you, oh, who cares if people think uh, being light is prettier? You can be however you want. You're beautiful. Right. right. And that foundation yeah. and what you were saying, like a lot of people don't have that for so for so many reasons right maybe it's their parents are not encouraging maybe their parents Mm -hmm. do sort of follow the status quo and they'll they'll say things like oh you have to be lighter and so Mm -hmm. everybody needs that sort of like foundation of stability and I think you were saying like that's what you provide people who for whatever reason don't have that and I I feel like watching your content it's so comforting and it's so like that's so nice it's so um I want to say wholesome, but I don't mean wholesome. I mean like, no, it it is. is That is definitely something we use. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's like feeding this need that I think everybody has. And I definitely have for a family and community that I don't actually have in my life. And when I was watching your content, what I kept thinking was, um, I wish that I had this for my son. Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, sorry i'm not i'm not gonna fucking cry that's so <laughs> but <laughs> but um do you know what i mean that's what i kept thinking i was like totally, i wish i wish totally. this was like my family and we had okay. you know like sheena's playing our aunt or you know my sister or somebody playing the piano and then after dinner we're all just like goofing around and making these jokes because that's like it reminds me right. of my childhood growing up um right. so that's what that's what mm. it, i think why it's so wildly popular do you think that like that's valid or how do you feel about that
2: I I think you nailed it. I think that that's what people were looking for—that levity, yeah, mm. and that familiarity and that comfort. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong; we had our moments where we were really really sad too. Mm. Yeah, of course. Um, I I have to keep reminding people like my house is there is a lot of happiness and there's a lot of laughter, but we struggle just like everybody else. You yeah. know, we go through our moments where we don't feel like talking to each other, and we go through moments where I'm fighting with my kids, or you know, like mm. yeah. I. I have those moments, and we don't always have this like happy-go-lucky. You know, that's those are thirty-second to forty-five-second clips. Yeah. you right, know, maximum right. one minute. So, and 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 they're they're genuine and they're authentic because I never know, never know what is going to be said. Yeah, mm. and I can always count on it being something wildly ridiculous, and I I like to laugh, mm-hmm. and I we love for. Like we love for the kids to also see that
3: mm. yeah,
2: and so I think that levity is the that thread that it just it brought it, to our online community yeah, and I think that it really gave them a sense of, okay, I know this, this these are tough times, but come laugh with us, you know, uh, come find joy here and yeah. come like, see the and, and there's nothing I don't think there was anything intimidating about it because here's this girl mm, who
1: that's a good point it's just
2: like everybody else yep. I, I'm I'm literally just like everybody else except you sing like, at Fenway I, my-
1: Park <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you have <a>
1: wonderful voice <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, I know I, what you mean though I really do like mm-hmm. I love what I I love what I'm doing as far as like my music is concerned and uh-huh. I've been working on this for years and years and years it's not like I just yeah. popped into Fenway Park one day right, I've but, been working on course. it for years and I've been struggling through it for years of right? course yeah but here's a girl who just that she has her job and then she has her home life and she goes to work and then she's home with her family and like they're, <sighs> great. they're just yeah. finding this balance
1: and I, and I yeah. think that what, what makes me a little sad about the popularity of your content and other content creators that are similar to you is that it makes it makes me wonder and have a little bit of concern for all the people out there that are not finding this, you know, in their in their mm-hmm. families. And that that mm-hmm. makes me a little sad, but then also very happy that you people like you and content creators like you exist for that reason, you right. know. Um, yeah,
2: it, it is. I mean, it is sad and it is hard. Mm-hmm. There are many people struggling that are not finding or seeking help. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I do feel like that has become something that I truly enjoy about what I do is that I get to like reach my hand out through this screen or through my iPhone or whatever it is and say, here, here's something that you can connect with. You don't have to be sad all the time. You don't have to feel alone all the time. I'm here, and I'm, I want I want you to be part of this journey with me. And and I'm I'm excited to be able to share that with the world. Totally,
0: and I appreciate. That sounds you. so
2: cheesy. <laughs> no, but
0: I was just, I was literally just Such about to say ball. that I do appreciate you being, you know, very forthright and real with us on this podcast because uh, when I. When I first like stumbled across your content and was mm-hmm. discussing it with young me, like I, I described it as like it was very like ASMR y like in a strange way for me at least. Oh, interesting! I was I've never heard I was that I was witnessing a family dynamic that was very different from what I was like raised with, and um, even like as some, yeah. for someone like me, like who didn't have this sort of levity and laughter. Uh, And it's not a knock against my parents. Like they have their own baggage and hangups. Like, yeah, it is. It's just different. But seeing this exposure and seeing like, oh, this is a family dynamic that exists in the world. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just seeing it is a knowledge that I can carry with me. And, you know, potentially when I if and when I have a family of my own one day, like I can it's like a model that I could perhaps like carry and implement for myself. And but I think it's important that you just mentioned it's still like a distilled version yeah. for yes. tiktok yes. like like you mentioned there's there's ups and downs that you experience 100%. and you're not as a as a consumer of your content i'm not seeing all facets of it i'm just seeing yeah. like right. the joyful yeah. light levity good parts right. yeah
2: right. 100% and that's everything right i try my best to present as much of a variety as I can mm-hmm. without obviously bringing t- too much down. Yeah. But there are days where I just don't feel like creating content or I feel sad or I feel like singing and that those are the days that I'll use like my Instagram stories to just open up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and yeah, on TikTok people get to see like I said 30, 45, 60 second clips. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, th- there's a lot more time in the day, <laughs> a lot more time. Yeah. And you know, it's it's easy to find to distill your life and your joy into that one minute clip. Yeah, um, but it's I try and I try to show the different faces as much as possible on instagram yeah but um, but again nobody wants to hear me yelling at my kids like <laughs> <laughs> well, so that they can't find their socks and i'm like yeah, get your own socks. yeah. like nobody wants that <laughs> like, i think it's totally fine to you know not
1: I, I don't think that you should feel i don't think you do but like feel pressure to show every single aspect of your life but some you know what, how i feel sometimes people will yeah. post like comments on like my social media like oh you're such a great mom and i'm like no i'm not i'm like right. i am not a great- <laughs> you don't, I'm, just, know. I'm just showing you this <laughs> i just yeah, my son is just on youtube all day and then i yell at him like right. that's the part you're not seeing <laughs> like so right. I, sometimes when people
2: right. say that, I'm like, yeah i'm happy a lot I yeah. am yeah. but i work really really hard and my happiness does not come from the latest and greatest dad joke that i've heard mm. i guarantee you that that <laughs> is not that alone yeah. is not enough to find happiness and i really truly mm. believe that it has to come from within <laughs> like and I, i i have music i've written songs and songs and songs about it it has to come from within your body. It does not come from somebody else's joke or somebody else's body yeah. or somebody else's mind. It's yours. Mm. That is your gift. Mm. That is your thing to discover. That is your journey. Yeah. Right. It's interesting
1: right. that and people would see your content and think that that is showing your, showcasing your entire life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, you you touched on this before how you've been singing like for a very long time you even described your you know i guess ascent into content creation you kind of fell into it serendipitously and you know i uh upon like did some sleuthing and some research and you know there are youtube videos of you singing covers from Mm -hmm. years back and this was before tiktok was even a thing Mm -hmm. and uh you know you're currently a mother of two but you've mentioned that You want to be a role model for mothers out there and show that it's possible to go back to doing what you love after thinking your chances were behind you. And uh, I was wondering, can you elaborate on this some more?
2: Yeah, I would love to talk about this because I think that it's really important that moms hear um, that other moms are going through the same thing.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And I wanted to be a young mom. I wanted it. I. So I was on YouTube, like you said, I was Mm -hmm. posting covers and uh, there was a time where I I was living in Japan and I, we found ourselves there for um, just a little over a year. Mm -hmm. And with the time difference and connecting with family long distance, it was really hard. And so I like found myself a little space on YouTube and I would post covers and I, that's how I, that's how I practiced and that's how I managed my time and all of that. And I came back to the States. And I joined a wedding band and I started singing a little bit more here. And mm-hmm. I started writing music for my own release. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I I kind of like not only pressed the brakes, but like pulled up my handbrake. Mm. And I said, I want to have a family. I want to have a family mm. young because I don't want to be so deep into this world of work and craziness of this world that I'm choosing that I don't have the time to stop. Mm-hmm. So I chose to to have a child. We had a son mm-hmm. and I said I'd give myself, you know, 6 months and I'll go back to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 6 months came and I just didn't feel like it was right. Mm. It didn't feel like I could go back with a clear conscience. Mm-hmm. And I know that so many moms, so many women struggle with this. Like, should I go back? Should I not? Do I have to go back? Do I not? And I was fortunate enough that I didn't have to. Mm. And mm. so I feel very, very grateful for that every single day. I know that that's not a choice that a lot of women have because some, some of them really just have to go back to work.
3: Right.
2: Um, so I stayed home a little bit longer and then I got pregnant again. Mm. <laughs> and so what turned out To be like a planned six months off i mean my son is now 11. (laughs) right Mm -hmm. and i went back to work two years ago when he was like nine in the middle of a global pandemic Mm -hmm. um and i i want to say that when my daughter turned five i was at probably like a really really low point where i i was wondering like oh i think i might have to just hang up my microphone and say goodbye to this life that I had anticipated Mm -hmm. having and this life that I wanted to have where I wanted to be touring and I wanted to be singing and I wanted to be on the road and I wanted to be writing and I wanted to be putting myself out there because I just I saw my family now and I was like I don't want to leave them for weeks and months at a time I don't want to do this where I'm both both parents are crazy busy and nobody has time for these kids like that just didn't feel right to me that didn't feel like what I had anticipated for my family. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I somehow fell backwards into this after I had made this realization that, okay, I don't think my future is going to be what I thought it was going to look like. Um, But, you know, I I still wanted it to be some, something, Mm -hmm. something small. Um, And so when my daughter went back to kindergarten, I'm a very goal-oriented person. And so... I had given myself this deadline that when she starts kindergarten, mm-hmm. I am going to do something. Mm. I don't want to only be having my life revolve around my children. I loved being there for them. I loved doing the pickups, the drop-offs, the library, the whatever I had to do with them when they were younger. But I also needed something for me. Like there was something that was not satisfied. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was satisfying that side of myself with just small little things, you know, like writing and putting together little videos from YouTube. Mm -hmm. Then this pandemic hits and like I said, I fell into it completely backwards. And once I saw that there was this opportunity to maybe pivot and do something slightly different but also grow this amazing platform or these amazing platforms
3: um,
2: to then see what happens, I was like, okay, we have to change our mindset a little bit, but it is possible. It will require a lot of work, but it is possible. I I just when I when I hear from moms and I speak to other moms and they have that sort of despair, I'm I'm like, Mm. yeah, that was me. I knew that feeling, Mm. and you know, so many people say like, oh, I'm just a mom. There is no shame in being just a mom. Mm. That is one of the most difficult jobs to undertake to be. Just a mom, because you are not just anything. You are a chef. You are a driver. You are a quality control over emotions. Yeah. You are organizer. You are multitasker. You are everything, and a teacher, and a this, and a, like yeah, the job description is endless.
3: Mm.
2: I sort of had to make my make my peace with the fact that I was going to this was going to be my true calling. Mm. Um, but I, there was something that always felt like ugh. Yeah, I. I yeah, for sure. I don't feel 100% satisfied. I'm like 90%. I think
1: everyone there. knows that feeling. I mean, if you're if you're somebody that's like doing if you are it's so funny cuz I used to have a podcast called Just Moms where we made fun of that phrase Just Moms. But um that's yeah. a, that's another stupid story. But um <laughs> this is I have so many thoughts on what you just said. I have a very similar path as you. I was like a stay-at-home mom. I didn't even start or attempt my career until I was 33. And then Mm -hmm. all in like a few months, I got a divorce. I started being a comedian. Um, And I just wanted to do what I wanted to do because of that feeling that you just described. That like, ugh, because I know you had been a singer songwriter before your kids, but I had never even attempted doing anything until after. And I think Mm -hmm. um, the feeling that you just described, that yucky, like, oh God, I'm not doing the life that I wanna live feeling is so bad that for me, when I became a comedian and I I had these horrible, horrible day shows and like nobody laughed and I looked like an idiot and I drove out into the middle of Connecticut to do like 10 minutes, you know, like these horrible things that would happen as a comedian. (laughs) I was like, this feels bad, but it's nothing compared to that other shitty feeling of knowing that I'm not living the life that I wanna live. So compared to that shitty feeling, I will do, a comedy. Anything. Any. I will do a right. comedy show for four people in the back of a dive right. bar every night right. until the rest of my right. life because that feels right. better than that yucky feeling. So I, I think it's a, yeah. it's such an inspiring message. Oh, and then I, I wanted to say one other thing. I think it's so interesting that you had this like dream of becoming a mm-hmm. singer songwriter, and you are known for that. But you are also known for this, the the family life thing combined mm-hmm. with the, so these two huge strengths of your personality right. and parts of your life, you kind of like created a new kind of like um, artist yeah. by combining right. these two big fields in your life, which is, right. you know, which is very new. This is uh, like this type of content creator and artist is uh, pretty right. fresh. And I, I think that that's like, that's super awesome too. Cause like not only are you getting fame through what you, what you initially thought you would singer songwriter, but like also just like your yeah.
2: life and who you are as a person. Yeah. yeah. I, I do think that that's really important yeah. for not only women to hear, but especially women to hear that mm. yeah. we have to keep reinventing ourselves.
3: Mm. We
2: have to keep yeah. reinventing what we thought because so much has changed over the years. Yep. Right. I don't want to be that person that I wanted to be 20 years ago. Mm. Mm. Scratch that. I don't mean 20 years ago. I mean a long time ago. Right. Years ago. Years and years ago. Cut that.
0: Long time ago.
3: Um, Yeah,
2: long time ago. I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to be on tour. I don't want to be... I mean, maybe one day I will go on tour and I'll do a short little tour, but I don't want to spend every single weekend away from my family. I don't want to do that. And I think reinventing yourself and being open to that is half of the battle and i do want to say that i really think that the universe opened up to me Mm. when i finally threw my hands up and said you know better Mm. Mm. you know better than i do yeah i do not know i will show up i will do my thing i will put in my effort you take care of the rest like you take the wheel
0: Mm. yeah mm. that's interesting i love that so profound and very inspiring because as i say that's There's that phrase that goes like luck is when um, opportunity meets preparedness. And Mm. I think Mm -hmm. for a lot of artists, like Mm. it's it's a challenging field where you need to have like a very clear vision. But Mm -hmm. I see it. I see it in myself. I see it amongst my peers that sometimes we miss opportunities because we're just so uh, steadfast and like have so much conviction in our original vision yeah but, um and in your story like let the universe take me where like mm-hmm. where yep. it goes like mm-hmm. I'm just a leaf in the wind you yeah. know better and by following that intuition like you've you've struck a gold mine and yeah thank you yeah and I think it's uh yeah there's just so many facets of your story that I think um you know that are that are clearly very inspiring but um i I guess one is for me is just, it's just never too late, you know? Cause like no. in society, we, mm-hmm. it's hammered into us that like, especially in creative fields, like success is something that you are, you should earn by like a relatively young. And right. like, you know, if you're yeah in, in society, it's like, everything's so ages. Like, well, once you're old, like you missed your shot. And there's so many lists that remind you, like four, it's <laughs> like 30 <laughs> under 30. And right. this Not like 25 under, 20. under 25 yeah. right. and, Um, but also I guess the, you mentioned like you did this for yourself. Like this was purely out of like to satiate your inner artist. And this was like a facet of your life that you had lost touch with and you wanted to reconnect with. And this was going to be in your words, like a small thing Mm -hmm. for me. Now this small thing has grown (laughs) into a, a small An thing, beast. right? Like a massive thing. Like what? And relatively, like over the course of two, two and a half yeah. years. Yeah. Like, how is this? How, how have you been transitioning? How's this all been for you? I
2: I don't I don't know. Like, I don't, do you I don't sleep? sleep? I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> I think sleep is I think sleep is very very important. So I do try to get as much as I can, as much rest as I can. But yeah, we hmm. we were constantly towing that line right. of how much is too much and how little is not you know how how much is not enough mm. um, it, it requires a lot of work a lot of investment of time and i don't know how i'm handling it all again right. I, it's just one of those mo those not moments but one of those feelings of like I'm gonna just show up. You just take care of everything else, you know. I will put my effort in, and I try my best to stay even keeled. Mm -hmm. I try not to let the highs be too high and the lows be too low, Mm. Um, because I think when you start believing, like your own propaganda, Mm. (laughs) then you you start losing control a little Mm. bit. Mm. And interesting, I am. I I am constantly bringing my thought back to the here and now and I think mm. my kids do a really good job of helping me along that way. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know when I come I came home from the Celtics game the other night or I finished singing the Celtics the anthem, mm-hmm. I sat down at my seat and my son came and like sat on top of me and he's like, your seat is better. I'm gonna sit here yeah <laughs> and I was like on my lap <laughs> and he's like, yeah and he's like, also I'm hungry. can you get me something to eat? <laughs> And, you know, and yeah, and I laughed and we enjoyed that moment. But then, like, in the fourth quarter, my daughter came over and she's like, are we going soon? Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. I'm tired. So and I'm like, funny. no, we're not going soon. We need to see this through. Yeah, right. And in the la- I don't know if you guys saw that game, but the last, like, 30 seconds was, like, out- like outrageous. Yeah. It was insane. And we're, like, on the edge of our seats and my daughter is looking at me with her eyes, like, kind of open but she was i I, she was asleep right (laughs) (laughs) right and she was you know she was just like looking at me as if i was out of my mind because i was making her sit there and i'm like do you understand what this opportunity is (laughs) right yeah yeah. it just brought me right back to the fact that this is not what's important what's important is that my eight-year-old is exhausted right she is her adrenaline is crashing too and so i put her in my lap And I just like sat with her a little bit. And as soon as we got in the car, it was, I put her on my shoulder and it was two seconds before she was out cold. And Mm. I was a mom again, you know, I was not the girl who sang at the Celtics game. I was just a mom who had to take her kid upstairs and get her ready for bed and make sure that she got enough rest to go to school the next day. Well, you're you're all of those
1: people all the time. That's the beauty of it.
2: (laughs) But like you yeah, can't yeah. go home believing like, do you know who I am? Yeah. Do you know where I just sang? Do you know what I just did? Yeah. Do you know who I just rubbed your shoulders with? kids don't and, care. Like my kids don't care. And yeah. quite frankly, I shouldn't be using those things as any ways to validate myself or any of right. the accomplishments that I've yeah. experienced. Yeah. Like it just it is I agree you with are you. just fortunate because you're in the right place at the right time and your hard work is coming to this cool point. You have that moment. Yeah. You have that experience with gratitude and openness, and then you move on.
1: Yeah, and it's so it's so uh, grounding to have people who were there mm-hmm. who liked you before all that. Because yeah. after all yeah. that happens, you don't know why those people are around you.
2: And it, and my kids still want their sandwiches. And yeah, their socks
1: clean. And it's <laughs> it's like ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, and i i also I also totally believe what you said. Like, pe- obviously, you have you know, 8 million followers because you're extremely talented and your family dynamic is beautiful and you're mm-hmm. funny and all of those things are true. But also that shouldn't be important to people that love you. Do you know what I mean? So, right. and, and that's like, right. it shouldn't be the reason people love you, obviously. 100%. So, 100%. yeah, I, I see. I totally see what you're saying. And that's that's yeah. so funny to hear that you have to deal with kids too, just like the rest <laughs> of us.
2: I really, really do. I really, really do. And and it's like they're hilarious. And they are hilarious, yeah. They they remind me daily. Like what is important? Daily.
1: YouTube. They're constantly
2: like my son. Gamers. My son left. Off. <laughs> that's that's what my son thinks yes, is important. Yes. The
1: Titanic. Yes. yes.
2: <laughs> my yeah, my kids are constantly reminding me like Hey, it's ice cream time. Get off your phone. Ice cream or, hey, time.
3: Hey,
2: <laughs> I'm hungry. It's 10:30 in the morning, and you haven't given me breakfast. And I'm like, you had breakfast. And they're like, yeah, it was time for breakfast number two. <laughs> oh
1: god, the it, dreaded it, breakfast it, number two.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> like you just had, you just had a bagel. <laughs> I know. Aren't you good until 3 p.m.? <laughs> oh oh Yeah it's 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 grounding, and I love it, and I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it any other way.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Meanwhile, I'm over here no kids. So, I'm still riding off the high young me from a couple months ago. Hey, what's up? Do you know who I am? We did a, we did a Brooklyn comedy venue over here Ooh. for a podcast.
2: Listen, man, you do you. <laughs> uh,
0: Brian, I'm proud of you uh, for that. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. I'm proud of us. too. Um, I'm
1: proud of you guys. too. Oh, thank you. We're proud of you. Well,
0: Sheena, we're going to shift gears a little bit and go into yes. our uh, somewhat rapid fire round. Oh. And, yeah, we, we call uh, it that, but
1: it, it, there's no time restraint. We-
0: <laughs> right. There's no I don't know why we, I keep calling it we're a rapid like, fire. rapid round.
1: fire, But take your time. You have 20 take minutes. Take your time, okay. too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the first thing we want to know, Sheena, is what is something you're loving right now?
2: What is something that I'm loving? The sun. Mm. The good weather.
0: Mm. The sun. I'm
2: like, I am so loving it because I think we've all been under this like really weird cloud. Oh my gosh. um, Of crappy weather. Yeah. I I have a bit of a complicated relationship with the sun right
0: now, but (laughs) it's temporary.
2: Because your skin is hurting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My skin is hurting. But conversely, what is something you're hating right now?
2: You know, I have a love-hate relationship with, I don't want to say social media, Mm. but like this this false reality on social media Mm. i have a really really hard time with it um and i try my best not to put that sort of thing out there but i it's it's something that i really really struggle with that like juxtaposition of real versus fake
1: is it like what people expect from you because of
2: that that the measure no i don't think people expect any of that from mm-hmm. me because i just don't give it to them
1: right
3: right. <laughs> right
2: but it's like sometimes you don't know what you're seeing is not necessarily what you get and i have a really really hard time mm. when i see stuff and i'm like that was totally curated and mm. no judgment but why are you making this so much harder for people
0: mm. Mm, it see. is it is a difficult space to exist in and mm-hmm. you it know, really is young Lee and i have talked about it you know as as hosts of a podcast and i like mentally i've had to separate like my being as whatever i put out public like that's just the performative public version of me Yeah. yeah even if even if it's like I, I'm just relaying information verbatim from what's going on in my real life it's more mm-hmm. just like self preserve like to so, as a uh, as a yeah. way to preserve my own like mental health because yep. just yeah. knowing that like if if I don't create that separation then it just gets really confusing and totally. like mentally straining and mm-hmm. yeah totally. and I, I get it I, I totally get it yeah and I imagine for someone like you with with such a sizable following that do you establish like clear boundaries in your day-to-day of like i'm not going to read these comments or i'm i'm not going to check like x y and z
2: i've tried that but i really do like engaging with my audience Mm -hmm. i really really do like i sit there and i i want to comment back and i want to answer my dms and i don't have people doing that for me Mm. so as hard as it is sometimes i want to say nope i'm not going to engage yeah um, or sometimes I'm not going to go read those comments because some of them are mean. Oh right. yeah. But um, but I but I, I I feel like I need to because I I don't want to take away from all of the other positive comments and all of the other positive people that are out there.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a different kind of um, celebrity that you are versus you know like the traditional celebrity where there is a huge like boundary between them and mm. the public, whereas in a content creator, like influencer kind of person. You're very much, your work is about the engagement, you know? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. exhausting, it's so hard, and I can't even imagine what you're, cause I get, you know, like, I'm just imagining what I have to go through and I can't even imagine what, how hard it is.
2: I mean, there are definitely days, so, there there are definitely days and moments where I'm like, Okay, today I just I need a little mental health check mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna log on or I'm not gonna do this or I'm not gonna do that. And there have been times where I've been approached by people and they're like, I sent you a message, you never responded. That's so rude. Oh, God. And I'm like God. I'm sorry. I I I have eight million followers. <laughs> they I don't wanna say it like that. Like I don't like
3: Yeah.
2: And pe- then when I do respond, on the other hand, some people are like, oh, my God, I never imagined that you would respond to this. Mm. So, you know, you get a little bit of everything, but yeah, you just you have to create your own boundaries. Yeah.
0: Right. You know, before we hear your response to this next question uh, for our listeners out there, if you want to hear Sheena's response to what she's ashamed of, you're going to have to. This is Sheena. This is where we keep our juicy answer. We put it behind our Patreon <laughs> okay. paywall because yeah, okay. this is this is a, this is a scintillating question right here um <laughs> so yeah listeners if you want to hear what sheena is ashamed of you're gonna have to go to our patreon at patreon.com slash feeling asian and subscribe to hear her response but without further ado sheena what is something you're ashamed of <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, Sheena, uh, you know, I just want to thank you again for being so vulnerable and for sharing your story with all of us. But before we let you go, we like to ask all of our guests this one final question, and that is what is something that you're proud of?
2: There's so many things. Um, I'm proud of my family for banding together during this time to spread a little joy. Um, I'm proud of the dynamics that we have spent a lot of time and hard work building. Mm. Um, I'm proud of the music that's coming out really, really, really soon Mm. um, within the next month. I'm proud to say that that is, that I, that's, those are my stories. Um, And I'm, I feel like I'm proud of society in some weird way. And I know this is really cheesy for like, Mm. Banding together mm. to to kind of create this reality for me. Mm. Is that rep. super cheesy and super lame?
1: No, not wow. at all. That was beautiful. Not at all. <laughs> I, I like, like how you wow. put that.
2: I like how you put that. Because <laughs> I don't I don't like to take credit for any of this. Like I just I don't feel like it's my victory. I feel like it's the world's victory. You know, mm. like I feel like it's everybody working together and at the right place at the right time I feel Mm -hmm. like if I put something out and the audience wasn't receptive to it then it would just fall on its face and I feel like if my kids were just not into it then it would fall on its face and I feel like just in general if if the universe wasn't aligned then nothing would have happened you know well I think
1: yeah I, I think I see how you I mean I feel like you it is you and you you should feel comfortable owning up to that because it's, it's totally fine too, but also I- if-
2: Yes, I'm so proud of
1: myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding, finally. Um, but also, I think how I see it, and maybe this makes you uncomfortable, is there was this need for something and you created the answer to that in people with your That's talent and your, you know, what you what you created and that kind of is like working off of what you said you know because it is like a synergy Mm -hmm. between two groups Mm -hmm. but i think you can definitely feel ownership to that and feel proud of it thank you
2: that's very very kind of you to say of course
0: and for our listeners out there where can they find you and your work online
2: at sheena malwani everywhere so tiktok.com at sheena malwani instagram facebook youtube uh snapchat Awesome.
0: Sheena okay. All over. Sheena Melwani. Love it. Sheena
1: Melwani. And join <laughs> one of her 8 million followers, please, if you're listening to this. If you haven't <laughs> <Please>. already. Um, <laughs> join us. Laugh with
2: us. And I have new music coming out next month. Oh. So okay. Okay. I'm really excited to share
1: that. So, with excited. so excited to see. I can't wait. All right. How about you, Brian? Uh, Where can our listeners find you online?
0: Uh, you guys can find me at it's Brian Park on all socials. And what about you, Young Me?
1: YM Mayor or Young Me Mayor on TikTok. And follow our podcast, Feeling Asian Podcast, everywhere. We have a YouTube channel now.
0: And before we let you all go, it's time to do some Patreon shoutouts for this episode and this week. So just a reminder: the best way to support this podcast is to do so on Patreon at Patreon.com/FeelingAsian. Young Me and I—we just updated our subscription benefits, and go check it out. Basically, we're giving you more content. So, uh, hopefully, you feel inspired and you're feeling generous this coming summer. Uh, every dollar goes a long way. But in any case, any donation amount gets you a shout out on the podcast. So, let's do some shout outs. First shout out for this episode goes out to Elise Hong. Elise, thank you for your donation. I am going to guess that you're a performance artist who specializes in audio. So, basically, you're like Marina Abramovich, but even more esoteric and makes even less sense. And your parents don't approve of what you do, but you're great at what you do. So, in any case, thanks for, uh, for being you and for supporting the podcast. Uh, next shout-out goes out to Fiona Falcone. Fiona, I am going to guess that you are a watchmaker and your job is incredibly difficult because uh, watchmaking is uh, an incredibly male-dominated industry, and you're working in essentially, and ironically, in the 1970s right now, so you're fighting the good fight, doing the real work on the at the ground level, so thank you. Uh, next shout-out goes out to Marissa Nakano. Marissa, uh, I am going to guess that you are an art director for an ad agency, and similar to Fiona, uh, your job is difficult because you work with uh, you work with overconfident dudes who aren't creative and uh, are bad at their job. But you're great at what you do, and uh, you have the portfolio to prove it. And we're grateful because you like our podcast. So thank you. Um, last shout out. Our next shout out for this episode goes out to Chelsea Sechow. Uh, Chelsea, I'm gonna guess that you're a very, very good person. Uh, you do something like uh, you're a community organizer for farmers markets. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. You're just to the core a very good person. You know, when people bring up philosophical uh, debates on whether or not altruism is true, uh, you are. Uh, you're you're a counterpoint for not a counterpoint but you're actually an argument for that uh being the case so thank you for supporting the podcast and our last last shout out for this episode goes out to Dax Strauss Dax um I'm gonna guess that you're a uh, pastry chef apprentice and you live in I don't know Napa California At one of those bougie restaurants like the French Laundry. Uh, You just started. You used to be a banker, but you hated it. And now you're a pastry chef uh, apprentice. And you're making significantly less money. But effectually, you're giving 75% of your earnings to this podcast. So we're, we're eternally grateful. But... Uh, let this be a lesson to you all. Dax is living his truth and is happier than ever. So Dax, uh, I'm looking forward to trying one of your uh, your your chocolate croissants one day. But again, everyone, thank you for supporting the podcast. And, uh, and that's a reminder, patreon.com slash feelingasian. If you want to support us, please go check it out. We're really excited to make great content.
1: And that's it.
3: Thank you very much. Bye.
0: Bye, everyone.
3: Bye.